Jay Powell's got a tough gig, no question about that. But after the transitory message failed so badly, should we trust him on the soft landing? Let's bring in Sean Hanlon, CEO and founder at Hanlon Investment Management. Sean, welcome to the show again. Take us into the closing bell here. It's been another down day for stocks. How much of this can we blame on the Fed being uh, too slow to act and maybe driving us into recession? Uh, somewhere around 100%. <laughs> uh, you know, the, Do they the have Fed, an option? Uh, uh, well, the, 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 the Fed, uh, do they have an option? Yeah, they do have an option, but are they tough enough to uh, do always the right thing? No, it's not supposed to be a political organization, but too often we see the Fed being influenced by politics. You know, as we all know, politics is about current events and the markets are about short, medium or long-term events. And so the Fed tries to toe that line and uh, make their policy accordingly. Now they say they're data-driven, uh, and hopefully if they are data-driven, they're gonna start to see what we're seeing, which is definitely an economy that's slowing. Okay, so um, right now the market's trying to figure out if they're gonna keep hiking and then cut on the other side. Does it make sense to do the hike so that we can cut? Some argue that it's actually pretty good logic uh, that uh, we do need to kind of hit the brakes, reset, and then get back to maybe something a little bit more sustainable. Yeah, so Oliver, recently we saw retail sales come in fairly weak. We got a little bit of a blip on durable sales to the upside, but the trend has been down. And then of course today we saw the uh, personal consumption expenditures come in decently th uh, month over month, three-tenths of a percent up. So that's three months in a row with PCE up three-tenths of a percent. You annualize that, that's a 3.6% go forward rate, which the Fed will like. And then even personal income came in so-so today. So, um, and what you're showing right now is the Atlanta Fed estimate that just came out earlier today as well. And that's some drop-off that the Atlanta Fed came up with there on the far right of that chart. Yeah, this is showing that the Atlanta Fed thought that uh, Q2 GDP was gonna be about two and a half percent only about six weeks ago. And now they're calling for a contraction in the economy. And of course, as you know, Oliver, if we get that contraction here in the second quarter, followed by the first quarter contraction, we're technically getting real close to recession that we may be in already. Uh, they're kind of uh, bearish down there at the Atlanta Fed. This thing's always a little bit light, isn't it? Kind of skew that way? It is. I, I don't know what's going on down there in Atlanta, <laughs> but uh, they need to get a little bit happier down there. All right, so either way, though, we got to take it seriously. I mean, there's just serious economists that are uh, making these expectations, to your point. Uh, and then uh, as that economy slows down, uh, the expectations then are, are that we'll have to do something to, to combat it eventually. But is the calculus from a couple of years ago the same, Sean? Because a lot of people will say that uh, back in 2018, you know, we started hiking, the market didn't like it, Powell's going to stop. Uh, it seems like that's not the calculus this time, that he might keep hiking even if we are in recession. Yeah, well, the calculus this time, Oliver, is we've got this, this inflation that we haven't seen in a very, very long time, 40 years. Uh, and so... They really want to make sure that they uh, get inflation under control. Uh, and But one of the challenges with making sure you get inflation under control is that it's a it's it's sort of a lagging data set, right? You don't know if you've got it under control until maybe you've gone too far with your policy. And that's the, again, the fine line that they're working. So a little bit different than 2018, but nonetheless, we uh, expect that they're going to do 75 basis points in July. 
Um, and we don't see more than 25 basis points in September. And as some of your previous guests today have said, uh, they may go on pause then. And as your uh, guest you just had on said uh, that come the midterms where we could possibly see oil down around $90 a barrel. So now everybody's paying down in the low fours in the United States, maybe even into the high threes for gas. Uh, we get the midterms behind us and all of a sudden we have a heck of a, a fourth quarter rally. Hmm. But it's all in the hands. It's all in the hands of the Fed, Oliver, and whether they they screw it up. Yeah. All right. Uh, what should we be looking for as signs that they are, Sean? Uh, if uh, things are going to worsen beyond what has already been priced in, what do you watch? What do you look for to uh, get clues if that is happening? If they are screwed well, we're up. watching these. Yeah. Well, we're watching these economic indicators as close as we ever have. Um, and what will um, uh, give you insights that they're screwing up is as you watch the weekly money supply releases, that's critical. Um, when Paul Volcker was fighting inflation back in the early 80s, the money supply released every week was by far the single most important data point. And the same thing right now. So I would tell all your viewers to keep an eye on the money supply, make sure it's not rolling over too much because if it is, that could be very harmful. That's what caused uh, the Great Depression. And uh, certainly uh, the money supply uh, was uh, flattening back in 18 when we had some problems. So keep an eye on that money supply and hopefully the Fed is doing that as well. Okay, uh, Sean, great combo. Uh, excellent way to finish our session here. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much, Almer. You got it. Sean is the CEO and founder at Hanlon Investment Management.